The ongoing success of this podcast is determined by you. Please, guys, like, subscribe, comment, do whatever you got to do. Blast this to the masses. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think I got a Tumblr. Actually, I don't. Patreon. Follow us. You can find us on almost every social media at The Root Perspective or Root Perspective. Please feel free to go to Patreon and donate your hard-earned money to me. I'm destitute. Um, I'm just close to just selling myself on the streets. I'm not really going to do that. I'm not attracted enough to do that. But, hey, if it gets me money, I'm going to do it. And I want your money. Please, guys, follow me. Now, let's get to the show. Good evening and salutations. Um, welcome to episode lucky number 13. <sighs> First, I want to apologize for a few things. Actually, one thing? Yeah, one thing. I've been drinking tonight. <laughs> so, my lovely friend, Gentleman Jack, decided to pay me a visit. And I partook. Partake? Whatever. So... This is the fruits of our mutual labor. Welcome. Thank you for joining me again. I am back in my original studio, a.k.a. the garage. Mainly because uh, this is where I was drinking. So I was like, you know what? Let me just record the podcast here. It's a little bit more room. Not as stifling as my room. So I'll be able to breathe some more and record an episode on time. So, it's not going to be a that long of an episode. It's going to be short, like uh, episode 12. But, that depends on if I become rambling, you know, yada, yada, yada. So far, you know the spiel. You know how I am when it comes to these episodes. And, that's why you come here, I think. Not many of you tell me why you come here. But, I assume it's for my dulcet tones. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get on to the show and the topics at hand. So, um, I've been advertising the podcast a lot more lately, and I've been reaching out to a few people in order to get some more guests on the star on the show and interview more people about, you know, their lives. And my goal with this podcast has always been to just have a conversation with anyone who's listening and to interview and bring on people who are just genuinely interesting to me. Whether that be family, as you've met my little cousin and sister, or friends like Phil, or just people I meet in various aspects of my life. I do have a few guests lined up from the poultry events that I have been doing, and I'm le- I'm very looking forward to talking to them on mic, getting to pick their brain. Some of them are highly interesting, so hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Now, uh, also, oh, I remember the second thing I wanted to, uh, ask forgiveness for 
So because I'm recording the podcast, and for some reason, my mic lately has had great clarity and great range, you might hear some of my neighbors speaking, and they're literally 100 feet away. I don't know why the mic is picking up that well, but them's are the breaks. Lastly, you might hear some weird noises from this chair that I'm sitting on, but fuck it. Who cares? So, I was off today. It's been a very hectic couple weeks when it comes to work, primarily because I think I told you in the past couple episodes that I moved locations and just, you know, the transition has been not difficult, really. It's just been unique. (laughs) The staff there are eccentric. Each one has their own personalities, which you come to expect when working in jobs, especially in retail, like I do. It's just that trying to get a hold on a rhythm like I had in my old store is becoming a little difficult. And not because of the staff and not because of the environment of the work. I think because my travel situation negatively affects my work ethic. So having to figure out how I'm going to get to work every day makes it a little bit more... Nebulous on what I'm gonna do for the day, but that's my prep. That's my problem. The reason I'm bringing it up is because having a day off is very strange. I like to go to this little cafe near my house to write, I'm working on a book, which I think I've told you guys before. And I like to sit there and use that atmosphere to motivate me to keep on going. And the staff there is lovely. Um, just to name a few, I think Jeff, the owner, Lisa, Blue, um, Thomas, Simone. I'm missing somebody. Oh, there was a girl named Andrea that used to be worked at. I don't think she works anymore, but whatever. I'm giving way too much information. But working there is just great. It just centers me, mellows me out, and just keeps me focused on what I'm doing. But I sometimes find that I've been focusing on going there as a crutch to work, which I think... I have said this before, and if I have, forgive me for rehashing the same story. Now, this would be different if this podcast was hundreds of episodes long and doesn't matter what I was saying, but clearly this is only the 13th episode, so I'm rehashing a lot of things that you might have heard already, but long story short, having days off and making the time to go there, especially on days off, is a little difficult because, as I just said, work has been a little weird. It's been throwing me off. And then when I have a day off, I just want to relax at home. Because during my work week and the days I do work, I don't really have much time to focus on my extracurriculars. So my writing and the podcast and posting and all that shit. Like, it gets to, it got to the point where... Well, it's getting to the point where I edit this podcast, you know, string the various pieces together, the intro and the music, at work, on my breaks... And it's like, ah, that sucks. Because as soon as I stop recording, I just want to go to sleep. Because believe it or not, I record most of these episodes late at night. I think it's 1.30 in the morning right now while I'm recording this. Now, granted, I suffer from some mild insomnia induced by my need to consume just various things. Entertainment... In various forms. Not food, really. I don't really eat this late because eh, I just don't have an appetite this late at night. 
That being said, having those days off and just relaxing is so important for anyone. And this is, the, this is what I want to talk about. The beauty of just realizing you need time off from everything and not just work, not just friends, not just commitments, but just everything, even things you like. <sighs> Too many of us are programmed to believe that we have to be doing something all the fucking time. And I know that's just the idea and the mentality of someone who's successful. But if you're not taking time, even once a week or once every couple of weeks to just do fucking nothing, you're going to burn yourself out in a way where you just don't enjoy the stuff that you do when you do enjoy it. So let's say you like to go out and spend time with the friends or play a game or read a book or listen to music, watch a movie, watch TV. You're not going to enjoy it as much if you feel as if you have to do it. It's just common sense, you know? And I've realized that about myself that I spend a lot of time just forcing myself to write, forcing myself to do this podcast, forcing myself to play a game, forcing myself to watch a show, and I'm not really enjoying it. It's just there. It's just happening. I'm just doing it. And it's not good because then my writing suffers. Um, my enjoyment or my patience with a game suffers that's one of the reasons why the podcast got delayed for months and months sometimes because i just feel like it becomes work and that's the one thing you don't want from a passion project is making it feel like you're working you know it's got to feel second nature it's got to flow from you it's got to just just you gotta vibe with it like i had this one best friend um um who does makeup and I just know that work and life just makes her just un not not motivated, just tired and not want to do something that she truly enjoys. And it sucks because, you know, she's great at what she does. uh, I was just talking to my friend Phil and it's the same thing. It's just he's he stated that, you know, when I'm home, I just and I don't do anything. I feel like I just wasted a day and I get that get that so much but and i wish i did this one before but you know i was listening to him talking and tell me what's going on and it's just like i wish i could told him like yo it's important to just not do something sometimes to just let your brain reset let your brain just (sighs) come to terms with everything that's going on in your life because that's the main way you solve a lot of fucking problems like for my gamers out there you know that if you're going after a hard level and it's just fucking breaking you mentally, it takes some time away from the game for you to really click, for it to really make, for you to see the patterns that this thing is trying to show you. And I believe that goes, I believe that um, applies for everything in life. Everything. Be it relationships, be it friendships, be it work, be it just simple mundane tasks like how many of you have realized that damn i could be doing this so much differently like (laughs) clearly i've been doing this for this way for so long and i noticed something that i could have just been eliminating the whole fucking time it's it's insane and it's a beautiful thing at the end of the day because you get so much excitement and enjoyment from realizing that damn 
I could save so much more time. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something that's been going through my mind lately. Um, just taking appreciation for not doing anything. Just like laying in bed, reading bullshit articles on my phone. And I don't do entertainment articles. Like I don't care about celebrity lives. Like I follow some celebrities if it pops up on a feed somewhere. But other than that, I don't give a shit what they're doing. I just can't care. I can't. I I care very little about most people's lives. I listen to almost everything that goes around me. But I care very little. And like one thing that I used to get um, some of my old employees pissed off was that I knew every little thing that they were going through because, you know, when you've been at a job for a certain period of time, whether it be a couple of months or years, you just get familiar with just talking out your problems with those around you. It happens. And I'm the type of person who I'm almost always listening to something on my AirPods, regardless of where I am. And the thing is, I'm, my hearing is very good that I could hear beyond my AirPods to what I'm listening to and also taking information from a conversation that's going around me. And for the most part, I'm listening to podcasts, which is already having a conversation, but also able, but I'm also able to listen to a second conversation at the same time. It's a weird trait of mine where I like to take in as much information at one point at any given time. So um, even though this is a mild segue, I'll watch a show, write, and talk to someone on the phone. Or I'll watch a show, play a game, and be on my phone scrolling in between intermissions or loading screens of the game. It's just how I work. I can't... It's one of the reasons why I don't like going to the movies, because I gotta sit there and be conscious that I'm in the movies. Why I usually wait for everything to come streaming or I pirate it let's be honest a lot of people pirate because it's like I can't be bothered just to sit there and I feel like I just feel like it's not the proper use of me to get in as much information as I can just don't like it so a lot of my employees will get pissed off by that because I just listen to everything and the point I'm trying to make is that they'll see that I listen to everything and when they mention something later on down the line, I'll bring up what they mentioned like months ago or just a couple days ago. They're like, the fuck? You were listening? I didn't know you cared. Oh, I don't. <laughs> just heard it. <laughs> and I'm just parroting back what you said. That's usually what it is. It's, and then when they get pissed off when I said, I don't care. Because I don't care. I care about you. And this goes to, this goes for many people in my life. I care about you as far as how you being upset would negatively affect me. And that sounds selfish, but if we're truly honest with ourselves, we're all selfish when it comes to terms to like that. Unless I truly love you and I love you unconditionally, which I don't love a lot of people unconditionally. There's like a handful of people. Like even my cousins, I love y'all, but I love you to the point where if you piss me off long enough, I just won't fucking talk to you for a while, obviously, because I care enough. But where I care, in essence, like, for example, if I'm making a schedule, I will schedule you in a way that works for you. Because if I don't, you're going to be get disgruntled and then you're not going to work properly, which then increases my workload. And that's just how it is. It's just how 
everyone manages things. Because if I was being fair, I'd make a schedule that wouldn't really benefit you and it benefits the business in some weird sense, you know? And that goes with, like they say, family or friends. Like, I put in as much effort as I have to because if I don't, then you're going to be upset. And then you being upset means you're going to affect me with just negativity. And I just can't deal with that because then I got to figure out how to work. You know, it's I'm going down a tangent. It's just a lot of bullshit that I don't feel like dealing with. And I don't care to deal with all that bullshit, you know? I put a post on one of my Instagram pages because I have three. I have one for the podcast, one for writing, and a personal one. And I put on the Instagram page about tending to gardens. And the garden is a metaphor for um, relationships that you have with people. And I was leaning on more on the side of romantic and not it doesn't even really have to be romantic. It could fit for any type of relationship, you know, friendship, family, stuff like that. And the crux of the post was feelings are like plants. You gotta, you gotta tend to them. You gotta help them grow. And if you don't and they wither and you wonder why you don't feel this way, or this person has a problem with the way you're treating them, you gotta, you have to really look at yourself and say, Hey, am I giving this, what it needs to survive. I had a conversation with a friend recently where she said um, she loved her boyfriend, but she wasn't, not that she wasn't really attracted to him, but she wasn't interested in him as much as she used to be. And I asked her why was that? And she said she couldn't really tell you me. She couldn't really tell me. They hadn't been dating that long, so it wasn't like they've they've gotten used to each other. She just lost that appeal and that attraction, I guess. And I asked her, I was like, well, let's be, be honest with me. Is there another guy or someone else that's taking her interest? And she said, yeah, there is. Um, she's uh, bisexual, so she said there's this girl at her job that's really, you know, catching her eye. Um, she's been trying to ask her out, even though she knows she has a boyfriend, and she never cheat on him, but... The other girl flirts with her. She just brushes it off and doesn't play along. And I believe her because that's her that's her mentality. She's the type of person who gets really shy when anyone flirts with her. Like her boyfriend actually she she um she pursued him because she had known him for a while. Um but but to what I was saying, she she said, Yeah, you know, because it's something different, it's something fresh, it's something new. It's not as if she's um She's new to the world of dating women. No, her last relationship was with a woman that she had almost lived with. And that ended badly where they were fighting all the time. And there might have been some infidelity on the friend's part. But they broke up and it was amicable for the most part. And she started dating this guy maybe a year later. And I told her, I was like, okay, well, let's look at this way. I'm not going to say that this new girl is bad or she's trying to do anything on towards your relationship, but let's see why you're more interested in where things may or may not go with this girl than you are with this boyfriend who for as well as for as much, what's, why am I tripping on my words? I have been drinking, but still where, you know, he's loving, he takes care of you. He doesn't have any, uh, for the most, as far as far as I can tell, 
any bad qualities that would break a relationship. But he's there, you know, he's committed, he's loyal, he does these sweet things. Like, I remember he made his whole, um, this whole, like, day for her. And not because it was her birthday or anything special, but he knew she was going to be off, he was going to be off. So he planned out this whole crazy day with breakfast and dinner in the, in like, in the city and crap like that. And I'm like, damn. And she was, she loved it. But it's like, I ask her why this person who's put in not not, not to say that this person has put no effort. This the new girl has put in no effort. It's just that there's no real effort yet because obviously they're not dating. It's just that because she's giving you some attention, why is that more appealing than your boyfriend? And she said, you know what? I don't know. I just I feel like I know what I know it all. I know where it's gonna go, and that baffled me because it's like. Damn, because you know it all, you're gonna just stop. You're just gonna leave it as is. That doesn't that doesn't seem fair to you or him. And much less him and more to you because you're you're allowing this good guy, this good person, this great person to go away because you're not actively seeing what's great in this person. And that's what a lot of people don't do. We don't actively see what we have it's like having a great job who pays you well the time is flexible the boss is great you don't have no issues but you're just so complacent in the job and you find every little reason why you gotta leave like every little reason why you gotta get something better oh because this job might be extra offering me an extra dollar or two but it's more trouble more work more more just inconsistencies and mysteriousness we don't like that in jobs for the most part. We don't like that the idea that I'm going to go into this job. It's going to be hectic. It's going to be a lot of hard work when I have a job here and I'm good. We're so busy trying to find something that excites us without putting in the work to find out why this situation that we're in can be exciting. <laughs> like she, She's unwilling to believe that it's not a loss of attraction or that she was never really happy with him or that this girl could be something better. It's just the fact that she knows him, you know? And she told me, what did she say specifically? She said, um, I know where me and him can go. I know where it would lead. I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you could tell the future. Where is it going to lead? She's like, honestly, I can see myself marrying him. I can see myself having a family with him. I can see myself being happy with him. It's just that I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling that. But I'm like, that makes no sense. If you can see those things, then clearly you're feeling it. That That's how that works. If those ideas and those things are there, even though you may have never discussed it with them, even the fact that you know you can get there is a feeling. But we're so hooked on the idea that that's it, you know? But what else could it be? That's that, I've had the conversation with a few people before in the past where it's like, isn't that what you want? You want excitement? Excitement comes with a lot of baggage. And don't get me wrong. I don't mean that your relationship can't be exciting. What the except is excitement you're talking about is risk, you know? 
And risks should be taken when there's nothing to give up when it comes to another person. Meaning, taking a risk with somebody to see if you can be happy. Not saying that, oh, if I don't take this risk, I'll still be happy. Yeah, you'll still be happy, but will you be fulfilled? Now, you're fulfilled with this person. And because this person fulfills you, it's no longer exciting. That's what I mean by tending to your garden. You have a beautiful flower and you're letting weeds encroach on your garden. Because uh, I've seen the flower. Let's go to a botanical garden. (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. That's a good trip. That's a nice place to go. But it's not yours. It's something that, you know, it's there to see. It's there to take in eye candy. It's not something you cultivated. It's not something you built from the grounds up. You have this person... And like I said, this could be a relationship, this could be a job, this could be family members. You have this person or this idea or this way of life that's just great for you. It works. It fits everything that you need. And you don't have to worry about getting hurt. You you know you love this person. It's not that you don't love this person. It's not that you're falling out of love. It's not that, that this person doesn't treat you nice or they don't excite you in certain ways it's the fact that they don't excite you all the fucking time that's not how real relationships work a person cannot excite you all the time because you have real lives to live your job can't always be fulfilling there will be days where you just come in you punch the clock you do your job and you go home and the most important thing and the one thing that you're so happy to feel is leaving Not because you don't want to come back to this job tomorrow. No, because that's just how your day is. It's like talking about, it's like going back to the topic I first said. You just want to have a day where you do nothing. But relationships are not as simple as the feeling is there. The vibe is there. You got to work for it. And if the person is willing to work with you, the person is putting up with you. The person is there to provide for you and help you and be loyal, be committed. And you're telling them, um, I used to feel good things for you, but all the crap that went on, even though it was mutual and no one really hurt each other, it's just, eh, it doesn't work. That doesn't, that's not how that thing works because as soon as someone does it to you, you're going to call them unfair. And that's what I told her. You're going to call him unfair. If he told you, oh, he met this person and it just feels exciting. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to be like, damn, what did I do? What what work did I not do for you? <laughs> you didn't tend to that garden. You didn't treat that flower, that plant with love, care, attention. You didn't water that seed. You didn't help it grow. You stifled it. And a seed cannot sprout without sun, without moisture, without nourishment. If all you do is leave the seed there and you just let it just get encroached and just buried in the dirt and barren soil, it's not going to grow. Now, to play devil's advocate, the seed has to be there, you know, this can't be for people you have no feelings for. This can't be a friend who either you friend zoned or stuff like that. And you never had those feelings. Feelings are not lost. They're pushed away. They're pushed to the side. And for us to push feelings like that to a side for somebody, they must have done something that, you know, made you not be able to trust them. They've done something that makes you, that, that proves to you that they're not the right person to nourish. But if the person didn't do that, 
or if they did do it, but they made amends and you're good with the person, you trust them and you love them and you know that love is there and you're willing to let that seed die. <sighs> do you really deserve anyone? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you really deserve to be with anybody if that's how you treat someone when they care, when they fight for you, when they are committed to you? It sucks. And I told her, let's, I asked her actually, let's say this was him. What it would, if he did this to you, how would you feel? And she told me, I'd feel devastated. I'd feel, I feel it's shitty. I'd feel like, damn, I thought I was, and I thought one thing was good. But I'm like, that's what he's thinking. And she just sat there and looked at me and was like, this is just hard. I'm like, it's hard because you want one thing, which was, which is contrary to what, should be done. Either put the guy out of his misery, but realize that you left somebody. And let's say he loves you enough to take you back. Damn, that sucks that he's that much of, not that much of a fool, but that he's that in love with you not to realize what you did. Meaning that you forsook, forsook? For, you took for granted what you and him had because someone else might make you feel excited. That sucks. That's such a shitty thing to do to somebody. And I hope he, I hope that never happens to you. I hope this girl doesn't do that to you. And he's like, damn, you're making me feel like shit. I'm like, I'm not trying to make you feel like shit. I'm just trying to make you think of what you're actually doing. You want to actively pursue something with somebody when you really have something great going on. You're just unwilling to put in the effort to find what you like about this person. And I always find it funny because it happens a lot to people in relationships. Um, and I'm, and I mean, before, you know, commitments as in marriage and stuff or living together where if the person is not that great, I'm going to write them off. But the same amount of commitment you put into a marriage should be put into whoever you're talking to, even if it's not going to lead to marriage, put in the commitment to really get to know the person, to really cultivate something, because you, you'd you be better off for it. Even if it doesn't lead anywhere, you'll be better off. Because you'll grow, you'll learn, you'll understand how to love, you'll understand what you want out of love, what you want out of somebody. And if that person ticks off all the boxes, but that's still not enough, that doesn't mean there's a problem with that person. Not necessarily. Because obviously, yeah, let's say the person's got fucked up teeth or... Eh, actually, no. Because if they tick off of the boxes, then clearly that's one of the boxes. So if the person has all those things going for them, but the only reason why you're not interested or you're less interested or you've lost feelings or you want to pursue this with someone else or even those people who cheat, a lot of people who cheat, there's something wrong with you. And you got to really think that through because then no matter who you go with, you're always going to find a reason why you're not happy. You're always going to find a reason with that next person why they're not good enough. Or not. And so the thing is, the problem is some people aren't even that aware. It's not even that you're going to think they're not good enough. You're just going to realize I'm not really feeling this. You're going to wake up with so much resentment. You're going to wake up and look at next person like, yeah, I love you, but is that all? And, and that sucks. That really sucks. 
because we all deserve better. We all deserve better in life. And it primarily comes down to the way we deal with everything. The world is harsh. The world is hard. It's difficult. But it all depends on how we deal with it. How we grow from those hardships and those circumstances and those problems. Someone's being a dick to you. How do you going to deal with it not oh make them stop walk away it's as simple as that sometimes it's as simple as figure out what you can do to make it different and if you've exhausted all efforts to make it different then yes now you know there's a problem with that person and it's still up to you to disassociate yourself with that person dim the brakes but guys, I'm sorry to go so deep in this episode. There's the drinking. I have a lot of things on my mind lately, as you've known. And I'm, you know, trying to get consistent with this. Trying to get real deep sometimes with these episodes. Because it can't all be fun games. But as always, I love you guys. Thank you for the support. Please follow us. Follow us. Like I'm talking about well, me and Jack. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And on Patreon, if you don't mind spending a few bucks supporting the podcast, it helps me. It does help me a lot, you know, with costs and everything like that. Not asking for much. A dollar a month helps even a little bit. I have a lot of cousins mooching off of my streaming services. And, you know, I like to lighten the fucking burden. (laughs) But with that, thank you for listening. This was episode 13. Episode 14 should be on time. And I'm hoping to have a guest for episode 14 and if i do um i'll be posting asking for questions uh during the week following for that episode and please send in your question i'm not going to tell you who the guest will be because i really don't know at the moment but it'd be greatly appreciated with uh for your help to you know give this podcast some structure because i'm definitely going to be thinking about more segments to make it a little bit more structured and get this on a timely manner for you All right, guys, thank you, and I'll talk to you later.